0: You know, if anyone had told me last week that the most controversial thing I'd said in years, or I would say in years, (laughs) was that Tom Clancy's The Division 2 was political.
1: Oh no! I wouldn't have believed you! How dare you say that a a game that bears the name of a political thriller writer that is about a civil war in America in which only the people who had guns survived. And, you know, if you didn't have guns, oh, you're dead now because of not having guns.
0: Literally in literally in the first few minutes, it, 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 it states that those who owned guns survived the fall. Yeah. Right after saying that the fall happened because there were no police around, which also is a political statement.
2: Yeah, which isn't a very... Um... It's not a very far-fetched political statement either. I mean, if there was a societal collapse then there would certainly be an advantage to owning guns.
0: It's certainly a talking point which was chosen to be in the game by people making those decisions that are political in nature.
2: So let let me guess, you said, you said it's political and a Ubisoft dev said it isn't, and you said, well, actually it is, because this and that, and saying it isn't kind of undermines the game. And let me guess, lots of people completely misrepresented what you said and got really angry.
0: Uh, That appears to be what happened. Um, A lot of them having not, like, properly not seen the video because they were quoting things that were never said in the video. Um, But yeah, a lot of the comments were like that. Um, I... I'm, I am think that I'm at a point now where, like, I'm not super old. Old, but, you know, mid-30s. Old enough. I think I'm at that point where I'm starting to not understand things. Like, not understand cultural shifts to... I
1: think it's... Y- you understand them. It's just we're living in this weird generation where, like, the youth right now don't don't seem to understand the world the way that we do, and I th- I think the kids are wrong, dang kids! I just did not
0: expect it to be that controversial. I genuinely yeah, I? did not. Like it's it was all straightforward. I had evidence like of, of statements from the game, a lot of you know goofs that were in it. I thought they were quite amusing. Uh, I thought it would be a. A light-hearted, entertaining There would be some discussion and debate, sure And I knew that because it's the internet Some people would get shirty and pissed off about it But the level I'm just very surprised And it's fine Like, whatever uh, The people that are so furious at it That they want to storm off and go away I mean, they were not going to be around long anyway I'd have done something to piss them off. So best to have it all done now. Like, let cards on the table, this is what you've signed up for. Fuck off if, you know, if you think it's too political to say there are politics in Tom Clancy's The Division 2 or whatever your problem with it is. Like I say, so much of the hate came just from the video headline which is an ongoing problem that's only getting worse. Yeah. Um, a lot of people not watching videos. Um, because, yeah, some of the comments I saw before I just stopped and went and watched Puppet Master. Um, oh, I've got to talk about Puppet Master in a minute. Don't let me forget. Um, I'll, I'll
1: try not to. <laughs> I've,
2: got, I've got to talk about a movie too as well.
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So, movie cast. Um, I should also point out, because I just went rambling for four minutes, um, And if people haven't been keeping up with my medical fuckery. Um, last week, I had that cough. Um, that was all the beginnings of... I say the beginnings. I, I, I've complained uh, a few weeks back about what I felt was an asthma thing happening. Um, but, yeah, that's what it was. I'd... Uh, a series of pretty major asthma attacks um, throughout the week, which I've not had since I was uh, uh, a wee band. Um, And I'm, I think that in the office space we went to, like there's, there's so much fucking wrong with this place. And there might be like a mold thing going on somewhere. There's a room not connected to like a, a shed area and it looks mouldy as fuck in there so you
2: you've to be really careful with mould that shit can kill you
0: yeah yeah um so yeah that's all being looked into no worries there um
2: if you get if you are getting sick and there's mould near you you need to go to a doctor cuz yeah that's uh that can be much more serious than uh, people actually realize oh definitely
0: yeah yeah i would if it wasn't if it wasn't separate from the house, I'd be a lot more worried.
2: Mm-hmm. We we lived yeah. in, we lived in an apartment before, um, and it was a shit building, and it used to get very damp. And we used to kind of try our best to clean the mold off, but we went into the neighbor's apartment after they moved out, and literally the entire fucking four walls were black, completely pitch black. The, the place yeah.
1: we lived like a couple of houses ago. Um, one of the rooms just had, like, this corner where black mould would go from, and we tried to get the landlords to get rid of it. And they, like, scraped it off and washed it off. And rather than, like, stop it coming through, they just sort of repainted it. And, like, two weeks later, it's like, oh, there's black mould again. Hooray!
2: Because preventing it actually would involve, um, you know, making the building (laughs) better. (laughs) Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Um... It's a shithole down here in the south. <laughs> um, between that and the pollen and the weather going up and down, people out here, like down here are sick all of the time. Mm. All of the time. Um, everyone I know always getting sick because the, the weather is bizarre and everything is, all the infrastructure's fucked. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll all die early down here. No worries there. <laughs>
2: You're um, but anyway. so- sounding like Tom Waits. <laughs> yep. God's away on business.
0: I did go to the doctor and uh, everything, and they like, got all put on medicines and things, which is also why I might be sounding a bit sedate at the moment because uh, I'm on, like, cough suppressant stuff and all of that. Um, but, yeah, mostly mostly fine now. Um still wheezy, like there's still stuff and everything. Uh and the, obviously the voice. But I'm not like and I'm tired because it was it's been a week. Uh it's been a few months to be honest. Um but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's that's that news. That's why my voice is weak. My throat isn't sore or anything.
1: It just your voice just it feels d- great. Your voice has gone on a holiday, that's all.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just decided to fuck off for a minute. But I'm <laughs> sure I'll be back later. Um it does get better intermittently if I talk for a bit. It seems to ease it up a bit, so it might get a bit better later. I love
2: I love how we were supposed to like um, help Jim by doing all the talking this week. It's well, eight minutes in. It's been like all Jim.
1: <laughs> well, if if you want some other talking, uh, as we're recording this, I'm sat watching a Nintendo indie direct for like their indie game stuff to announce for 2019. Because for once, a Nintendo didn't just screw us over and do their direct like the day after we record. So I'm like, I don't care if it clashes with the recording. I'm watching a direct. All right. A couple of couple of cool things, Cophead's coming to Switch, which like, w- say what you will about that game, that's a game that was like very heavily promoted as a Microsoft exclusive.
0: It was a uh, yeah
1: yeah.
2: It seems like it seems like a perfect fist for the Switch that one.
1: Honestly, that's the thing. Like I'm I'm like you know what I might come back and play more of that. If it's on Switch So that's coming to Switch Like in the next couple of months Apparently
2: I got 15 minutes Into that game Before rage quitting (laughs) It's just too Too difficult For my clumsy hands
0: It's great But yeah
1: It's the kind of thing I'd love to play In my lap While there's something else On the telly Mm. Rather than just like I'm frustrated Because this is all I'm focusing on And I'm doing badly Yeah
0: I let it intimidate me Actually It's one of them games Where the reputation Precedes it Which can be helpful Sometimes Like Demon's Souls sufficiently Intimidated me with its Everything about it before I played it um, And that made me approach It very carefully
2: From games are more fun when you feel intimidated anyway Well that's true part, It's part of the whole vibe uh,
1: Nuclear Throne n- Oh sorry, Nuclear Throne just got announced for Switch as well And that looks quite oh. cool Oh. That's, that's a fun old game, that, that shoot all the things Rami Ismail one Nuclear
0: Throne's very fun, yeah
2: That's Rami's game, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's Rami's yeah. one, Blambea. Yeah. That's that's coming to switch apparently. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you there. I, just I was just gonna cool say names. that <laughs>
0: Cuphead I played and enjoyed it. Um but then I took a break from it and then I think I just built it up in my head and that uh, it will upset me and I'll be bad at it. Which I wasn't like I, I it was challenging, but I wasn't having a terrible time with it. I was enjoying it quite a bit, but then I just sort of put it down and, and never got back to it.
1: Uh- an another Vlambeer one just got announced that's like a new one. It's called Ultra Bugs, and it's some kind of top down space shooter thing. It looks quite cool. Apparently that's coming this right. year. Mm. Sorry, yeah, there's just some some cool things that that are happening. So hooray, more games on the Switch.
0: Loads of stuff happening on the Switch all the yeah. time.
1: Anyway, where were we? Uh, <laughs> uh oh right, yeah. <laughs> right, I, I rudely interrupted you. I watched a film, right? <laughs> oh yeah, what was your film?
0: I watched a film Monday night, right? Because like I said, I took a uh, I decided after a while to just be like, right, that's enough internet for me today. I'm gonna go watch um Puppet Master. Um so I watched the original Puppet Master, which I'm never not shocked at how bad it is. Mm. Like, I love Puppet Master for the puppets. Like they they're really fun monster designs, but my my god, it's utter nonsense. All about psychic powers and wizards and shit. Um but anyway. I watched the more recent Puppet Master film, and before I s- describe it or talk about it, if you're easily shocked or 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 offended by anything, or even if you're just regular like levels of effect, uh, ability to take offence, right?
2: Does that still exist nowadays?
0: <laughs> just be be careful. It basically. This movie needs all of the content and taste warnings unto the sun. It was called Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. Ha! Hmm. And... Ha! Correct me Hmm. if I'm wrong, but in the original Puppet Master films, the guy, the actual, the titular Puppet Master, um, André Toulon, if I remember the name right, was persecuted by the Nazis. And, like, some of the puppets were designed based on like Nazi officers and stuff you knew. There's like yeah. ridiculous amounts of backstory in the dozens of films that they make. Um but in this one, it's the opposite and Andre
1: Toulon is a Nazi who used puppets yeah. to perpetuate the Holocaust. It's so weird when like remakes completely like flip in that kind of way. Like the one that jumps out to me from recently was Heather's where originally it was about the like the um the exploitation of minority groups and like the like you know tra- trying to get revenge for the fact that like these people in the majority were being horrible to you because you were in a minority group and then the remake of heathers is completely like no 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 those those lgbt's are really you know you know, subjecting us with their getting all rights, and now we're being bullied for not being gay. That sounds wild. It's weird when it's weird when those kind of things just get flipped for no reason.
0: Films are weird. Films are weird. Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich is weirder than most films. Yeah, being that it's a film about literal Nazi puppets that commit. Puppet hate crimes I couldn't Believe what I was watching And I'll tell you what the turning point Was because this had to Modernise everything It wasn't just the regular puppets Yeah They had other sorts of toys Like a a mechanical toy And one of them Was a robotic looking puppet With a propeller for a hand So this fella who has the puppet goes into the bathroom, takes out his lad and starts pissing. The arm with the propeller on it raises on the robot, starts spinning around, and it gets up. It's a fucking drone. And it performs a literal drone attack. Flying into the bathroom, using the propeller to cut the man's head off. The man's head... Flies in the air, lands in the toilet bowl, the body starts pissing on the head. Um
2: I mean that sounds that sounds pretty awesome. That sounds like early early Peter Jackson style. Uh
1: I, I just don't know how to mentally process that. It's
0: it the movie is another level. Like if if you want bad, very tasteless, very edgy fucking shit. I mean, I just it's it, it uh, Oh god I remember more things as I talk about it One puppet has a body like an accordion And like such and cup legs And a tube for a nose And it jumps on someone And just starts squeezing up and down And pumping their blood out of its nose Ooh. And, and these are the things I'm describing That aren't the really tasteless shit um, huh. There are some kills that are just I mean you you want to talk about Peter Jackson? Yeah. It's that level. It's just I can't recommend anyone watch it. Are
2: we are we talking like are we talking like as bad as the bit in Braindead where like the baby climbs up inside the guy and like splits his head yes. open and climbs out?
0: Yes. In fact
2: <laughs> Or the guy in the guy's intestines falling out and becoming a, a separate zombie.
0: <laughs> Braindead, or is it Sloan in the States dead alive?
2: Yeah. Is amazing. It's a masterpiece.
0: (laughs) as a child, it was one of my most favouritist films. Yes. Um Alex never liked it. I could never it's a hard sell, but if if you want splatter, like bad taste splatter movie trash, but like Mm -hmm. the good kind of trash.
2: But funny and, and knowing knowingly funny as well.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. it's, again, go in expecting there to be, like, requisite content and taste warnings, but it is a masterpiece. Peter Jackson made some amazing shit.
2: Your, your mother ate my dog. Your mother <laughs> ate my dog. Not all of it.
0: <laughs> fucking brilliant. The, cu- yeah. the custard scene always got me. Rich and creamy. Just
1: the way I like it.
2: And the priest. I kick ass for the Lord.
1: We we just had a oh sorry cool game announcement just happened. Did either of you play Crypt of the Necrodancer? Uh
0: yes yes. It took me a moment to remember, but yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's there's a new game with better graphics by that team that appears to basically be Zelda like Zelda licensed Crypt of the Necrodancer. All right. Called uh, Cadence of Hyrule, and it is a uh, another of those like Jump like move in time with the music, move through the dungeons, yeah. beat stuff up kind of game, but with Link and Zelda as playable characters. Leverage that soundtrack. Like that, that's what
2: I
0: Yeah: I always have time for a rhythm game based on Nintendo stuff. I love Donkey Konga
1: yeah. I had this muted, so I don't know if it, it's... I assume it's got the Zelda music in there. It
0: has to, yeah.
1: Hey, it's a cool 16-bit Zelda Crypt of the Necrodancer. That's pretty cool.
0: That would be absurd if they didn't have any... If it yeah. was all dubstep.
1: No, it it appears to just be, here is Zelda Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool little thing. Sorry, I'm just going to keep throwing little bits of game at no, you. No, no, I mean, it's all... <laughs> it's happening as
0: we record, not after the fact.
2: Um, but for
1: once, we d- we didn't get just screwed over by Nintendo. So
2: <laughs> I want a rhythm game that has Toads music from Mario Two yeah. or or Birdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh
1: the other two things very quickly. Double Fine announced some game called Rad, where it's like set in a very Fallouty wasteland. You're seemingly sort of bringing some colour and life back to the environment as you go through it It's lots of colours, be- lots of very vibrant neon colours being splashed in What
0: have they done with that game um, that's angering? Because it's a double fine game so I need to identify which part of this process is going to make like everyone angry
1: Uh, So far I can't see a thing that's going to make everyone angry. There's a cool thing where you can get get mutated by different creatures and now you're like half of you is an alligator fighting things. That looks kind of fun.
2: Is that Tim Schafer's company?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the Tim Schafer company.
2: You know what would be cool for them to make? Brutal Legend 2, but like just as a hack and slash, not as an RTS.
1: I would totally play that.
0: I've never played that, you know, Brutal Legend. Like, for as much as everyone was talking about it, and I've seen it played.
2: It's one of the most frustrating um, experiences I've ever had because there's so much to love in it up to a certain point and then it turns into an RTS about five or six hours in.
1: I love the, like, 70-80% of it that is fun-dumb action game. I don't love the RTS.
2: Yeah, because the RTS bits are so poorly... So poorly explained, and
1: yeah.
0: Once I heard that, I checked out.
1: I think the RTS bits are worth pushing through to to experience a relatively short. Like you can get through it in a few seconds. Put sittings. it
2: on. Put it on easy mode.
1: Oh yeah, it's it is a fun linear action game that like I had some good laughs with.
2: Yeah, with with one of the best open worlds I've ever seen. Yeah, like so fucking cool. the the, the art design in that game is second to none amazing, like all the heavy metal iconography, and, and they do it in this really cartoony way that's still really dark and edgy, but in a kind of humorous way, and my god, the soundtrack I don't think there's ever been a soundtrack with as many cool songs on it as Brutal Legend <laughs> and then they had Lemmy in it and Ozzy mm. you are alright there Jim?
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. now that you've referenced the coughing it's going to have to be in the show yeah
2: no, we leave it. it's, it's 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 realism. We're going for the realism angle.
0: That's it. Yeah, this is this is raw. This is the acoustic version. Um what else is happening? Oh, I was gonna say, in on the subject of things not happening after the podcast, um Google announced on live.
1: Uh well, kind of, yeah. I
0: just wanted to say that to be obstinate.
1: Yeah, so like that's kind of kind of sort of what it is, but um, yeah, Google announced a thing at GDC, which I've completely forgotten what it's called. Stadia, I believe. Stadia. Is the name of it. Stadia Arcadia. Yeah.
2: Stadia. <laughs> that sounds like an Irish person saying "stay there, stay here, stay there." You.
0: I tweeted immediately, and I was very disgusted with myself after I said Google's trying to be state of the art. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry uh, look at the, uh, look at the
2: stadia. <laughs> the, look so at the fucking stadia, Google.
1: So here, here's the summary of it for anyone who didn't catch this. It, it, it's Google basically doing what they did a test run of last year. like you might remember back in like October, November last year in North America, some people were able to stream uh, what was it Assassin's Creed Odyssey and play it in a Chrome browser? And from all accounts it worked really well, like it, it worked surprisingly better than most of these game streaming services like your PS Now, or you're on live And that's not surprising because Google has like, they've got data centres fucking everywhere Like if anyone's got the, the infrastructure to make something like this work, it's probably Google
2: Yes, because they've, they've done such a brilliant job with YouTube
1: yeah my my worry is that
0: America doesn't have the infrastructure to make it work
1: well, yeah it's the question is whether individual people in their homes have the internet infrastructure to make it work, but it's basically, hey, we'll run the game on our very powerful machines at Google and stream it to you and on paper, if that was all it was, I wouldn't be too excited. The thing that I think's kind of might be kind of 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 Groundbreaking is some of the weird integration stuff they have with things like YouTube. Um. Ugh. Well, okay, hear me out hear me out on this, Jim The
0: thing we need the least of is more integration with YouTube.
2: <laughs> and the the thing the thing YouTube needs the least of is more integration with other stuff as well.
1: I think there's one thing that's really cool, and I'm gonna get my, my point out. Um so Currently, if someone wants to stream games in high quality on YouTube, you need a machine in your home that is powerful enough to run that game at good settings, plus a high enough upload speed on your internet to upload it at a high uh, at a high quality. Which are two like reasonable barriers to people trying things like game streaming. Um, one thing that they've got with this is because. Google owns YouTube and they're, you know, running the game on their hardware, as well as sending you whatever quality of feed you're capable of having in your home, they can just send a 4k 60 frames feed to YouTube and have you, have you streaming at 4k 60 even if you can only see it at like 1080 30 on your, you know, machine at home. Which is like a really interesting thing for getting streaming more accessible for people
0: i will say that from a work perspective um outside like i'm talking about like community shit when i talk about my yeah, yeah about yeah. it but yeah. when it comes to the the productivity of being able to have access to footage of your gameplay yeah. that quick and that um that ready for youtube um makes things like you know I do gym impressions or I need b-roll for the gym position. anyone who makes content using gameplay footage that's so easy and straightforward and yeah. good from from a productivity standpoint the,
1: the 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 thing i was thinking about with this is like well if they've got access to youtube google drive things like that the the thought that I could let's say I'm in a hotel somewhere and I've got enough internet to like watch a 1080p video, but I you know don't have a powerful enough machine with me to run a game, that I could record some 4K 60 frames footage rem- using a remote machine and have it just oh okay it's on my Google Drive now I can edit I can edit the video on my laptop I just couldn't play the game on there to get this footage like there are things like that that are quite cool applications of yeah. that. That tech.
0: Of course, the the only caveat to all of this is the the bit in parentheses that says if it works.
1: Yeah.
2: And when it becomes the only way to monetize games on YouTube, we'll all be happy, I, won't we? I, well,
0: I, yeah. I,
1: I don't see I don't see that being the thing. I don't see this replacing like console games or anything. But I I think like this is. This is the future that, like, a lot of the companies are pushing for. Like,
0: which should make you skeptical about it.
1: Well, uh, well, like, here's the thing. Sony's had PS now for a while. It works, eh, so so. Whatevs. It's mostly older games and things like that. Um, Microsoft is clearly pushing for this in the next couple of years because they've got their Project X Cloud thing, which is basically this, which is play your Xbox games on any device. You can use your Xbox controller still, but we'll stream it to a different device. Google I think is probably In the best position to make this work And we've seen a test run of it Where it did work pretty well Yeah
0: I just I'm sceptical of The complete erosion Of the concept of ownership of games Um, Yeah there are nefarious reasons why companies have wanted that eradicated for for years.
1: Uh, yeah, I totally agree that I'm not keen on this replacing owned games.
0: I'm also very sceptical of... Something tipped me off in that presentation when they said uh, they want to eradicate the distance of time. I'm paraphrasing. They want to eradicate that gap of time between you being excited for a game and you playing a game, which to me reads... We want you to buy the game now While you've got your hype up Before you've got time to think about it We want hype to purchase Like that That makes me sceptical as well
1: Well, I here's the thing I'm cautiously wa- waiting for What is the, the payment model Because um, With something like this They talked a lot about They want you to click that play now button And be playing the game Within... Their claim was within five seconds they want that to be happening. And I'm like, okay, if you are serious about that five-second time limit, this presumably means you're not dealing with payment on a game-by-game basis. Maybe we're looking at a subscription service of some kind. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's where my gut goes. Which we'll say. might um like I will say, some of the tech stuff does have me excited to think that they have thought this through better than a lot of other companies that have attempted this like the one thing that like really stood out to me from a tech standpoint with that because you can do it with controllers you already own just plug them into your computer use your usb you know xbox or ps4 controller or whatever but the controller they're selling for it connects directly to wi-fi as opposed to connecting to your computer then to the wi-fi through that which suggests that they've thought really hard about where can we shave tiny bits of processing time out of this process to try and get that latency down, which is smart. It is a really good sign that they are aware of the problems of latency and trying to make this as playable as possible. I don't know if they'll succeed, but like... I'm intrigued.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. The the, the concept of streaming games is um, interesting, and given that's where we are with television and film, uh, it is clearly something that the game industry will at some point embrace wholesale. If you know, it might require the broadband infrastructure in, in the world, especially. In places, uh, many areas of the states, to improve vastly, but we seem to be in a, a you know an era where streaming is everything, and the yeah. concept of physical media has become you know a thing of the past. Uh, but it, it does. Uh, it, it my issue is I don't trust the game industry. I don't trust the so called triple A video game industry because I've never been given a reason to. Because wherever there is a route. Um, of exploitation and predation They take it Wherever there's the worst possible read On a uh, a new revenue model A new business idea A new gameplay idea They'll find it They'll find the worst angle Someone will And then the rest of them take mm. that angle too So,
1: my My position on this right now is There's a lot we don't know And you're right that it probably will end up On the bad side of the fence As opposed to the positive side of the fence But... For me personally, my focus right now is on what we did here as opposed to what we didn't, and what we did here does show some promise that has me more interested than competitors' attempts at doing this, and while I don't want this to be the only way I play games, if this works as promised, which honestly for me it might well do, like I don't live far away from London, which is a like big place for good internet, my internet where I live is really quite strong. I doubt I will have a problem with running this as intended as like the the use case for this. Yeah.
0: I do want to clarify though. I don't I I'm not saying that I think game streaming will end up more bad than good. Uh i am no, just saying no. I don't I don't trust the game companies involved, to not find new ways to use this to screw people. I,
1: I agree with you that I don't trust them not to do that, but equally, I'm not going to criticise them for doing that until we know something about what their plan is. Because, like, I could see a lot of ways that this could go. um, And we we should have more answers. I think it's this summer that they're doing the, like, what can you actually fucking play on this, and how much does it cost, and how we nickel and diming you? That's that is not coming to the summer, which suggests that they're still uh, debating some things. We we know Doom Eternal is apparently gonna run on it, so there's that. I just want to know.
0: I just want to know how they're gonna not make the concept of pre-ordering a live stream sound absurd.
2: Uh, if E three, if this is all they're talking about E E3, three, then E three is gonna be so boring. I'm already falling asleep and we've only been talking about it for five minutes
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know, ha, I, I am tentatively excited about the, the idea, I like the thought, we'll see whether it is something I actually use in practice um, I'm also kind of interested to see what games, because they've got, a, Google are making a first party AAA game development studio so, worst comes to worst, I will probably dip my toe in this at some point to play whatever, a, uh, what's her name, Jade Raymond, the um, Assassin's Creed Watchdogs Dogs yeah. creative director. I'll be like, yeah, I will probably try this out to play whatever your new game is. Person that wasn't Ubisoft, I'll play your new things.
2: Is she still making games? I thought she recently changed to something else. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Uh,
1: she moved. She moved over. She moved over to Google. Dot. 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 To now make games for Google. It turns out.
2: Oh right. Oh cool. I'm glad she's still making games because she's brilliant.
1: Yeah. She's. She's now in charge of like Google's first-party games for their streaming platform. So you'll probably get a new a new Jade Raymond game at some point.
0: Someone said my new husky voice makes
1: them feel sick. Oh. I it don't make me feel sick. I quite like it, Jimmy. You sound lovely. We should
2: all do husky voices, so. Uh, uh, yeah. This is uh, just, just for you. Yeah,
1: this is, this is this is as husky as I can go.
0: If you've just joined us, we are a frog chorus <laughs> fan cast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Those what else were ha-
2: days of roses, poetry oh. and proses. Martha all I had Was you and all you had Was me Uh,
1: A couple of other quick bits Of news we had this week before we jump into Played stuff Um, We found out Bethesda's doing an E3 Press conference again And There a were a bunch poster. of stars in the poster, yeah, so... And
2: a bunch of stars and a bunch of people in a field looking up at them. Very subtle.
1: Before I go see some Starfield um, E3. Beth-
2: Bethesda are going to have to show... Um, I think they're really going to have to show some Starfield and it's going to have to be brilliant.
1: I don't know why. I, I thought that game had been cancelled.
2: No. And I don't know why. No, I think this this game is their lifeline now. This is the game that they need to nail to get their reputation in order.
1: I just realised what I confused it with. I confused it with that space game that got teased in Watch Dogs 2, in the mission where you oh, break yeah. into Ubisoft's offices. Oh, yeah. And there was an E3 trailer. That was the space one that got cancelled.
2: Do you remember that space game No Man's Sky that was looked really good and then it never came <laughs> out?
1: Uh it's it's getting another big update at some point. They're doing something to add more multiplayer online to it. It's going to be the biggest new update they've done in months. Blah blah, blah, blah blah.
2: I'm so I'm just so done with games as a service. I'm so done with this. It's not. It's you have to wait for it to be good stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't doubt that the that big No Man's Sky patch eight months ago probably made it a lot better, and that this patch this summer will probably make it a lot better again. I'm not going to try it again; uh, it missed its chance.
2: Same with like um, I I I have Anthem on my hard drive, and I'm like, why is it? St- I've played it for like a couple of hours, and I don't think I'll yeah. ever touch it again.
1: Um, Gearbox have been teasing a bunch of shit for uh, PAX East next weekend, including. From the looks of it we're probably getting Borderlands 3 reveal We're probably getting Borderlands 2 on Switch
2: That's what everyone wants isn't it Borderlands 3
1: uh, Borderlands 3, like we know it's in the works, it's clearly coming We're going to probably see like footage or a trailer next week Borderlands yeah. 2 is probably coming to Switch Something to do with Bulletstorm and Duke Nukem is happening
0: I feel a bit sad for a Borderlands 3 Considering games like Anthem and The Division And a whole bunch of other live servicey games have come out That have done the whole Bullet Sponge style enemy thing to death I'm going to be so sick of whittling down health
1: bars. But I I feel like Borderlands has the humor behind it that they can probably feel different. They're not taking it so seriously.
2: Yeah, plus plus Borderlands is a camp is a, it's a campaign focused game. It's not yeah. uh, it's not an endless grind like uh
1: Well, it
0: was. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I I hope I hope Borderlands 3 is as well. And I yeah. hope they don't mm. decide to go live service with it, but <laughs> i am I am worried that that will be a thing that happens,
1: okay. uh, we had a couple of other quick bits, and I closed them. uh, Steam apparently has real people working there who can do things like moderating we We got the news this week that steam they're gonna stop review bombing on games when stuff that's not to do with the game you know gets the user score tanked by using an algorithm to detect that the score has dropped dramatically, and then paying actual humans to make a judgement call about it. I had no idea, like, Valve had staff. Because they haven't bloody acted like they have staff. No,
0: yeah. Interesting that that's that's the pressing thing.
1: Yeah.
2: They have staff, they're just too busy, you know, foaming around in their jacuzzis full of money.
1: Well, like, if they've got staff, why not get them to, like, you know moderate what goes up on the service, you know, pay some people to check that you haven't got a game called Rape Day about to get uploaded. You know, pay pay staff to do other jobs that might protect your your brand and your image.
0: I just, I don't know what's going on with Steam. I really don't. No. Um, and that's another thing where I'm surprised at how controversial it is to say things like that now, when yeah. it's consistent with things I've been saying most of my career and have been... Pretty, you know, a lot of people were agreeing with it up till the point where games like Rape Day started appearing. Then suddenly, it was a free speech issue. But I've I've said that before on this show. But it's it's been a weird few weeks.
2: I'll always be of the opinion that not wanting something appalling on your service is not the same as stifling free speech.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's that old analogy of like Tesco's isn't. You know obligated to sell a turd Because you came in yeah. and said I, I have a turd I would like you to sell It's like no that's literal shit It's like mm, but but it's my right to, to be sold in the free marketplace
2: That's neither legally Or ethically a breach of your free speech no, That's exactly. just a company Not wanting to tarnish their name By having something horrendous
1: Exactly you just fucking Nailed it yeah. Gab. You absolutely nailed it
0: It's like I said at the time did did hbo censor carnival or did they cancel it because they it wasn't getting enough viewers yeah. like they and it's it sucks it it's not to say that these things are good or bad but it's not it's certainly not a free speech issue and certainly when it comes to not selling a game called rape day not distributing shit like that uh, no, no that's good to not sell that yeah, No problem saying that's good But it's not a free speech issue It's a.
2: I feel like if someone feels like That's violating someone's free speech I feel like they really don't understand What the term free speech even means
1: No, Fre- freedom of speech Is not freedom of consequences from your speech Or freedom to be given a platform To your speech no matter where you ask For that platform
2: That's, that's the problem, people think that freedom of speech Means that you should be allowed to say anything On any platform yeah. And not have any Pushback. That's not how it works.
0: Well, they, they they think it's a right to be listened to, essentially.
2: Exactly. That's exactly it, and that is the same. That's exactly the same at people who yell on you at you on Twitter. They think, oh, you should listen to me. I have a right to be listened to. Yeah, no, you don't.
1: <laughs> if you sit on your, you know, in your front garden with your with your friend, and you go, you decide to say, hey. I think it would be fun to make a video game about raping people and I would call it Rape Day. Freedom of speech means you can't be arrested for saying I would like to do this thing. Um, this is th- this is my terrible, horrifying idea that I would like to do. You can't be arrested for that.
2: It, it doesn't mean that the mom and pop store down the road has to sell your game, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, no, if, if the owners of the mum and pop shop down the road walk past and go, hmm, really not keen on that, when you try and sell them a copy of the game you've made, Rape Day, they don't have to go, no, n- 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 we're allowed to not sell it, we, we don't really like your idea. They're allowed to not sell your thing, but you're not allowed to get arrested for having the thought, the, the idea, or mentioning the, the concept.
0: Yeah, people think it's a violation of their free speech if you don't debate them and yeah. yeah or talk to them or you know engage in them um and and i i've got a, this policy of for the most part like watching puppet master <sighs> instead of getting into a fight like <laughs> i'll 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 read like i'll quote out some really funny fucking comments i get but certainly not to engage them seriously I don't know that.
2: It's pointless. It's completely pointless. And it, these days if someone asks me something that I feel, mm, I'll have a quick look at their profile and I'll pretty immediately know this person's not asking this in good faith and I'll just block them. And and yeah. then it'll be like, "Oh, I got blocked for asking questions." Like, "No, you got blocked because your feed is is a fountain of bile."
1: Yeah. It's usually when I click on someone to to look whether I should give them the time of day and it's like, "Oh, yeah. your entire like Twitter bio is jokes about fake pronouns and laughter about how you're gonna mock the libs and whatnot. I'm like, you're clearly not here to have an honest, yeah. good faith debate. Why should I answer you? Yeah. Uh.
2: I just don't like like Twitter these days. I just I only use it for work. I just and yeah. I feel much much more mentally healthy as a result. <laughs> even your even your thing this week, Jim, I tried not to pay attention to it because it's just too frustrating to watch all that.
1: Totally in the same boat. Um, So yeah, only other bit of news on storefronts is that the Epic Games Store has laid out their roadmap for the next year, and if you're lucky, in a year's time you might have such basic features as a shopping cart to buy multiple items at once, things like that
2: how does that take a year to implement
1: i don't know they only got a search bar like a couple of weeks ago like three months into having a store they were like oh yeah here's a bar where you can type in the name of the game and we'll bring up the game if we have did, it did
2: they really need i mean how many games are on it three
1: yeah that that that's the thing isn't it um so yeah should we talk about what we played this week because we're not really uh touched on much of yeah. that
0: we said we were going to talk about the Epic Store a bit this week.
2: Just really quickly, I finally watched Mandy. Oh yeah the Nicolas the Nicholas Cage horror movie that oh, came out that, last year. That
0: is quite the spectacle.
2: Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it was Nicholas Cage was born to play this role. Like he is phenomenal in this movie, and it has it has all the things to make his a great Nicholas Cage movie because it's it's kind of knowing it's a little bit tongue in cheek. But it's still really, really dark and grisly and terrifying. Yep. And oh my goodness! But I
0: described it as a a deadpan hobo with a shotgun. Yeah, it's got that grindhouse thing to it, but it's got a a, a more sincere edge to it.
2: It's super dark, yeah. And it's 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 got that. It's like the whole film, the the way it's filmed and shot. And I feel like they use old uh, kind of color filters and stuff like not digital ones and the whole thing looks like this psychedelic trippy 70s movie and the
0: um the, the director's known for that like their yeah. their last film or what their, their other well-known film beyond the black rainbow is all long tense shots of mostly you know visual setup uh, and that kind of Dramatic, harsh lighting,
2: and so creepy.
0: Um, it's funny because I didn't really care for Beyond the Black Rainbow. Um, I felt it, it, it was too waffly for my tastes. Mm. Um, but this, the Mandy, I, 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 I was in love with that film. It's fantastic. Um, the performances are amazing. That Jeremiah yeah. Sand's ranting and raving is creepy arresting
2: there is a scene where he's ranting and it keeps morphing into Mandy's face over his and it's one mm-hmm. of the few times I've ever had to look away from a horror movie not because it was gruesome it was just freaking me out so much because so it's staring unsettling. directly at the camera and my god the music the music yeah. the music alone is terrifying <laughs> even without the context of the film behind it it's such a good movie go and watch it if you like horrors
0: yeah. yeah. Anyway, those uh, <laughs> those black skull bikers are just the visual yeah. design is incredible.
2: Yeah. And and you ripped my shirt is up there with the best Nicolas Cage mimetic uh, <laughs> quotes. Yeah. You ripped my shirt. You ripped my shirt.
1: <laughs> Hi. Uh, where do we want to go from here? What do we want to talk about?
0: Um. Oh, well, it didn't leave us much room to talk about Epic, but I—I yeah. I don't know if we—if yeah, we're that fired up like we were last
2: week. Yeah. Well, all I was going to say about it is it's clearly missing a lot of stuff that's that it's going to need if it wants to stay competitive.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. that's it's that's not. I can't dispute it, can you? I mean, it, it is what it is.
2: I can understand that people were upset about the Metro thing because, like it's a kind of a crappy storefront right now and uh, and no one and, yeah and, and they've had security issues as well haven't they and like
1: yeah like we're getting more and more issues and like situations like this where a game has been announced for other stores yeah. and then later once people have already put money down for it being a move to an epic ex- exclusive um mm. the new game from the XCOM people phoenix point uh that was a crowd-funded game that people crowd for Steam codes and GOG copies, specifically like the latter being for uh, no DRM. And now people are being told, "Well, you can have an Epic Store an Epic Store code, or you can wait a year and then get a Steam code or a GOG code." And that's yeah. like, yeah, it's not a great situation. Sucks. They're no-
0: they're doing themselves no favors. Um, you know. It's it's a hard sell for the customer. I mean, that's...
2: Yeah, exclusives is one thing, but... but...
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they're forcing people to use their store, which gets them more users, but they're doing so at the expense of a lot of those users who are being forced to come yeah. use their store are doing so reluctantly, going, wait, why can I now not use the store I planned to? It's not a way to build goodwill with those new users.
2: Putting exclusives on a store is one thing, but taking them off another... Is, is not uh, that's not going to work out well for anyone.
0: Yeah, I, I've made the point that Epic offers a better deal to developers, which it does, and that is an important piece of the puzzle. Um, and certainly this was my failing, I think, with that Steam video I did that also pissed people off, um, is a lot of people thought I was trying to promote the Epic Games store. Um, and, and my failing was I really didn't focus on the fact that On the customer side of things, the Epic Store is a tough sell. Um, And there are some things we can say in its favour, like it's early days and the Steam store um, was shit at first, but there is also that argument that there are lessons that could already be learned from Steam's early years, so don't repeat them.
2: I want to say this as an independent musician, and I don't know how much this applies to video games, but getting a bigger share of the money sometimes isn't as important as getting more sales on a on a better platform like if someone told yeah. me oh you know we've got we'll give you 70% share while spotify only gives you this much and but you have to not put your music on spotify i'd be like are you fucking insane
0: yeah that's the other piece of the puzzle is is waiting to find out how these games are performing like like have they fucked themselves
2: in, in the internet era, I feel like the... And I'm, I don't know shit, but just from what I've gathered, the best way to sell things um, seems to be to just get on as many platforms as you can, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not, not, not f- make yourself exclusive, unless it's something now like Spider-Man or one of those Sony exclusives that they kind of pay for and promote and, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it, it's something that a big... You know, God of War or Halo could get away with.
2: Is Halo even getting away with it these days? I feel like Halo doesn't even have the oh, power. Oh, well, to... that's
0: true. It's on PC and everything as well. Um, but you know, I mean, games of that tier, um, that level of budget and marketing and, and first party interest. Yeah. Um,
2: your 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 Uncharted's and your Gears, your Gears yeah. of Wars, and
0: when it comes to these indie developers, the the smaller games especially, one has to wonder what the the value call there is between being on as many platforms as possible and being on something with a bigger user base like Steam versus yeah. being somewhere where your game will be seen and not yeah. bear it.
2: Plus, they're, you're, it, it, it's not taking into account repeat customers as well, you know? And again, to use a music analogy, I'd rather get a million streams and make point whatever of a cent for each than, you know, only sell 100 copies and make all the money from it, you know?
1: yeah it 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 helps to sustain an audience that knows and likes and positively associates themselves with your work in the yeah. long term. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah. I don't know if I've got anything else to add on Epic that's yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I might do a video on it um just to fully lay things out, but I I I think it's a very interesting um time for the market and I think yeah. Epic does represent potential competition.
1: They're doing a decent job of learning from some of Steam's bigger mistakes. They're making their own mistakes as well, but some of Steam's big mistakes they have learned from.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, these these PR hits from the games, you know, going back on expectations, that needs to stop because that is, that is not going to... Make the Epic Steam Store look uh, the Epic Steam Store. I mean the Epic Game Store look good in future.
2: That makes the publishers that makes the publisher and the Epic Store look bad. That that just gets people angry. That's not a good idea.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem to be doing anyone any favors. Um, outside of whatever basic financial transaction, in terms of goodwill and you know long lasting reputation, it's
2: not helping anyone.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, other bits before we wrap up, Gav, you you finished off that DMC this week?
2: Yeah, I couldn't remember if I finished it this week or last week, and if I talked about it or not.
1: I I don't. I I did. I did double check our chat. It's since since last week's episode you finished it because some point in the last seven days you messaged us about using a motorcycle as a weapon.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> about the bike, the greatest weapon in a video game ever. <laughs> And I'm it's not. A lot of I'm fun, not. I'm not talking about the hat. I'm talking about the other weapon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah, you you see why we 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 were quite hype about playing as Dante. Dante is uh, hmm, a. Yeah. When I
2: got Dante's uh, other weapon, I literally used nothing else for the rest of the game because it was so <laughs> much fucking fun. And the uh, the DMC Five song that I'm doing at the moment, which is nearly finished, should be out tomorrow. Focuses heavily on this. There are I'm even very excited there are even noises in the song of the weapons.
1: So. <laughs> uh, I am excited for the um, uh, what's their challenge thing? The challenge done bloody palace, bloody palace, bloody palace is being added really soon, and I'm I am excited for that as a new thing to do while I've got like a podcast on because.
2: Is that like a a challenge mode kind of thing? Is it?
1: Yeah, it's basically here's like a thousand floors of enemies. Just go, go, go! Fight your way through. Get the best ranking you can. Wow. Fight a bunch of shit. I can't wait for
0: your DMC five song, Gav. <sighs> it's gonna be yeah. so good.
2: <laughs> it's completely fucking ludicrous.
1: It
0: should be.
2: <laughs> I think. I think. I think anyone who is. Um... I think the small subset of people who don't who are sad that my music doesn't sound like it did 8 or 9 years ago are going to like this song because <laughs> <laughs> it's really really silly. <laughs>
1: um both me and Jim we've both played some division 2. How how are you feeling about that one other than, you know, politics thoughts?
0: Uh, oh yeah, like I can't talk about it now this week because every reply, let's say every reply, I mean every reply thread has a bunch of replies, oh politics though, Uh, or indeed anything I post at the moment.
2: I saw someone say that when you mentioned Sekiro, I was just (laughs) like, oh for fuck's sake, Jesus
0: Christ. And I decided to very sincerely answer it by talking about how political Dark Souls is, Um, I was quite pleased with myself. I'm (laughs)
2: super psyched that Sekiro is coming out in two days by the way. I know. Oh my God, Holy shit! That
0: close. Fuck. Yeah. Basically, this week's a waste of my time until Sekiro Day.
2: It's that oh. time where our listeners go, "Oh God, a From yeah. game." Oh, okay. There's going to be nothing but f- but Sekiro for months.
0: <laughs> I'm scared of it.
1: I. I arranged to have friends over for the weekend to play a bunch of D and D, and now I'm like, oh, I could have been, I could have just been a, lo- a loser at home playing Sekiro <laughs> instead. God,
0: I'm scared of Sekiro. I'm scared it's gonna yeah. ruin me. I'm scared it's gonna break me. I'm scared uh. of
2: Sekiro as well because you can't level up and you can't. Well, that's cheese. why I'm scared. You can't <laughs> cheese your way through it like I do with Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm intimidated by this oh. game.
0: Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. looking forward to checking it out at last. From From hasn't steered me wrong yet.
2: Even even their even their less best games like Dark Souls 2 are still mm. really good.
0: Mm. Does it say a lot about what I think of the division that all we did was talk about
1: Sekiro when I was asked what I think of the division? Yeah.
2: Well that was my that, fault, sorry.
1: That no, that sums up my thoughts as well Is Yeah, I played it. I'd rather talk about like something else.
0: Quite a few responses I've gotten when I'm talking about it Is along the lines of The Division is a good distraction until Sekiro Like, (laughs) the Division is good enough Until Sekiro comes along And that's how I feel about it It's fine enough
2: I've seen a lot of positive response to The Division
1: I could see how people would like it But equally, like, I played it Exactly until the moment That I got through my review code For Yoshi's Crafted World That I will be reviewing soon And I was like Oh, oh! I could play a little fluffy thing in a cardboard world. Okay, fuck off, you grey shooter. The
0: division is the division two is. It's another live service. Um, its combat is interesting. At times, it's really good. So there, there's this tactical feel to it where you've got to like move, cover, and deal with enemies flanking you and try and flank them.
2: You Ubisoft make really good uh, third person cover systems. Hmm.
1: Yeah, they
0: do. Um, but but it it can also be really annoying because sometimes enemies will just spawn behind you and will just chew through your health like you know nobody's business. Um,
2: yeah, I I saw um, I think it was Kirk McCalland from who does he write for anyway? A games journalist posted literally posted a video. Of him walking the open world, and enemies spawned right in front of him and insta killed him. Like, literally, (laughs) spawned in his face. And one of the responses was, You probably just need to get better at the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I climbed up a ladder out of a manhole, and the manhole was surrounded by enemies who shot me to death. Mm. Um, I maybe could have survived if I didn't immediately go, Nope, and try and climb back down the ladder. (laughs) And then I got shot.
2: And get di- you get locked in an animation while you're getting shot at.
0: And it's, it's, it's got those annoying enemies that you see in Far Cry as well. Like, even though it's a cover shooter, and even though you could be really pinned down by enemy fire, there will be enemies that just don't care about bullets because they're computer game enemies. They've got nothing real to lose. So they will just run at you and try and hit you with a stick. <laughs>
1: uh a couple of other things I played that I'll just like very quickly rattle through. Beat Saber got a bunch of DLC. That game continues to be really fun. They added in a track that was predominantly a metal track, and that was a lot of fun to lightsaber slice my way through. Uh, continuing to play Pokemon, trying to get me shinies. I'm up to like 124 of them now. My quest continues to slog on, and eventually I will get them all. I'm gonna do it. Uh... I think that's it for what I've played. Uh, Jim, do you want to r- rattle through your other couple of ones you did? Oh sure. So I think you've got a couple of games left. I um,
0: I played Hypnospace Space Outlaw, um, which was uh, done by the Dropsy the Clown developer. <gasps> oh. It is a, uh, a, a that the the game screen is a browser of this. Like 90, I think it's set in 1999, and it's got that look of like a 1999 computer desktop. Mm. And your job is to go through this universe's version of the internet, um, which people browse on headsets while they sleep. And you deal with malicious content or copyright infringing content. Um, you basically go through and delete the undesirable portions of the hypnospace from its servers.
1: This this looks amazing. I'm just watching a trailer for it now and watching this sort of like vaporwave man with a coffin for a head fly around through 90s internet. I'm just like, yeah. I don't know what you are, but I want you.
0: A big part of the fun is just browsing the websites, which are all set up like like nightmare GeoCities hellscapes, yeah. like the worst of the GeoCities era.
1: D- download a virtual hamster to have on your desktop. Oh, yeah,
0: you can get virtual pets. Um, yeah. What, what's this called?
1: Hypnospace Outlaw. This looks amazing, and I think I might need to play this. Yeah,
0: like- it, it's... It, even though it's got a very different tone... There are some mechanical similarities. Like it shares some mechanical DNA with her story. Um, oh. In that, you know, the idea is that you are... The physical you is a part of the game. You're role-playing the part of someone looking at a computer screen and dealing with that like it were a real thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, I haven't really del- delved deep enough because I was starting to get sick when I started it. Um, I haven't delved deep enough into the... Uh, where the story starts to manifest properly. But there are undercurrents of narrative running through it, and it becomes this kind of detective mystery thing as you receive reports about um, the content you've got to look for, and then you go out and look for it. Um, you navigate that game's version of the internet to find the the infringing material. Very interesting.
2: There's something. Um, there's something kind of comforting about the aesthetic of that very... Internet in its infancy, 90s website look.
0: Yeah. You know what? As adults, it's our version of black and white television. Yeah, That's what we tell the young'uns about. We're like, oh, I remember a time when GeoCities was real. And they're like, that's not real.
2: I mean, I'm old enough to remember black and white tellies, so <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> we had black and white tellies growing up.
0: I remember being poor to the point where we... Could only afford black and white tellys.
2: Yeah. I remember our first color telly out. It was the most exciting. Fu- and our first VHS, we got a shitty secondhand VHS player, and it was the most. You can watch a movie anytime you want. Oh, It was yeah. the most amazing fucking thing in our life.
0: <laughs> I had a VHS tape with a plain white sticker on it, and just in um, like plain typewriter font, just said Baby Ninja. <laughs> and that had a pirated copy of the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film nice. on it. And I would watch it all the time and I could barely make it out because it was so dark because of the the recording quality. But I could tell that they had uh, Splinter nailed up on that wall.
2: Our 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 aliens and Terminator 2 VHS has got worn into dust, basically. <laughs> that would happen.
0: That yeah. would happen. They deteriorate. Um Nowadays, it's only the discourse that does that. But back in the time, your films would as well. Um, God, what a time to be alive. You'd tape things off the TV, and then when you'd rewatch it, you would fast-forward through the adverts if you didn't stop to stop recording and hit record.
2: If you wanted to have... Um the new song by the new artist You'd have to listen on the radio And hit record on your tape When it got played yeah. And then you'd pray the DJ wouldn't talk Over the end of the song
0: <laughs> I I, I put in a tape recorder And recorded on ITV Gremlins 2 The New Batch Yeah, And this was a t- And then I, I went to bed halfway through um, I said I'll watch it in the morning Or whatever But this was during a time period Where IT fucking V Would Interrupt a movie at 10 o'clock for the news. So every time I re Gremlins to the New Batch, I had to fucking fast forward half a fucking (laughs) half an hour of Trevor McDonald.
2: (laughs) They still do that on Irish TV sometimes.
0: It was right at the bit where the the wacky gremlin bonks Billy Peltzer on the head. Bonks him on the head and then Trevor McFucking Donald. Bong, here's the news.
2: I I have to say I don't miss VHS and cassette tapes. I I no, they were shit me shit that mediums.
0: <laughs> that said, H Bomber guy has a good uh, video on the power of VHS quality and how it informed um, the atmosphere of certain films, mm. uh, and how certain films benefit from having that unclear darkness, whereas. Crisp high res stuff You can see everything on screen and know That a monster isn't there Yeah. Um, very interesting video I recommend people check it out H um, Hbomba goes up for being on this show At some point by the way
1: Yeah that is a thing we need to organise yeah. at some point Also Dodger's up for being on at some point We just yes. need to We need to get actually get down. our fingers out and do just shit just Pull our fingers out and do it yeah it, It's on our content roadmap Do you want me to just like I'll sort it and I'll tell you it's happening. Yes,
2: you sort them. You you bring them in because
0: that's how things do get done in general. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. R- rather than wait for like you to say, yeah, this is a good week, I'll just be like, no, she's coming on. Like e- either of them's coming on this week.
2: I'm I'm probably on co-optional next week, so that would be a uh, that would be a fun thing to do to have me on that and then dodge her over to us.
1: Okay. I. I I won't wait for you two to to confirm it. I will just tell you it's happening.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: that sounds fair enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is that it for that it for stuff we played?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's everything we played.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I'm gonna go rest up my voice now. Um, so, Laura, can you tell people about the stuff that you do on their stuff?
1: me, L- Laura K Buzz, that's me in all the places um, Mon- Laura K Buzz on Twitter Twitch and YouTube, you can find me kotaku.co.uk that's where I write a bunch of shit during the day I'm on a couple of podcasts, I'm on Queer and Pleasant Strangers, where me and my fiancé do a bunch of just skits and silly voices and have a bit of a giggle, I'm on Dice Funk it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, I'm on seasons 3, 4 and 5, like they're all self-contained stories. I would recommend jump into season three. I think that's about it. Oh, books. Uncomfortable labels and things I learned about Mario's butt. They're both happening soon. I've just realised that, that Uncomfortable labels is coming up like... It's in June, so that's like three and a half months away. That's not that far now. Oh, mm. It's coming too close. <laughs> oh, best of luck.
0: Uh, we'll see. <laughs> and Gavin... Doing music. Um, got a song that I can't wait to hear coming up very soon.
2: Yep. My my Devil May Cry song will hopefully be out by the time this podcast goes out. So if you like stupid, like ludicrous, upbeat, pop, techno, metal music, then this is going to be for you. Uh, and also my Metro song that came out last week is doing really good uh, first week views, which is really nice because... I never know these days if a song's gonna be a success or not. And I didn't think this one would be because it's kind of an esoteric, slow, not very catchy song. So I'm glad it's doing well. So yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Miracle of Sound, you can find me on Twitter and sorry I was distracted there. Uh and and Patreon if you want to help me pay my bills, Miracle of Sound.
0: Excellent. Um as for me, you know all my stuff. Uh yeah that's it we know all your stuff that'll do (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) thank you so much for listening thank you so much for your continued support um and we will see you next time and hopefully i will uh be able to talk a bit better Uh, and i won't make that one person feel queasy uh we'll see you next time Bye. bye politics